What's up, party people? On this episode of the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast that we finally got back after being so inconsistent, we'll talk about why we've been inconsistent. We'll talk about the technical difficulties we've been having, all that, and of course, uh, all the fantasy goodness that you want and that you deserve. As it is the summer coming up, we are getting ready for the fantasy football mock draft season. We want you to ace your draft, and we're going to start that all off by talking about the divisions. All that and much more on this episode of the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. All right, Brain. You don't like me, and I don't like you. But let's just do this, and I can get back to killing you with beer. You are now tuned into the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. Podcast. This place is an untapped resource. I love it! With your host, Flex Bliss. You must think I'm pretty stupid. I'm dangerous! I'm very, very dangerous! And Alex Marchetti. Your voice is like a combination of Fergie and Jesus. For the everyday fantasy sports player. I would rather listen to Fran Drescher for eight hours. Help! And now, I am going to teach some kids a lesson. They're a bunch of f***ing amateurs. And now, on with the show, Party People. Party people. people. What's up, party people? Welcome, 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 welcome to a fantastic, exciting, finally here, um, you know, since long departed episode of the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. I am your man for the Grand Flex hit list. Here are my co-host live and direct with much respect. Uh, just in case you didn't know, my name is Alex Marchetti. Um, <laughs> if you haven't heard from us, uh, well, here. This is a fantasy podcast Here. about fantasy sports, mainly football. And I just want to welcome you guys into this show. Okay, so. Oh. E- uh, <laughs> we're back. For, for those of you who don't know about the E part, that's, that's Alex's nickname is Dog E. And there's an inside joke every time you say dog E, you go dog E. And it's all with E. Like when I spell flex, I spell flex without the E. And it's the inside joke. So just in case you don't know. So what happened was uh, we went away for two weeks. And then you come back. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I, you know, reformed. I hit the Mega Millions. Yeah, right. And then when I went to, uh, you know, I started spending all my life savings. Right. right? And then when I went to, you know. You, you paid know. me not to make the podcast on my own. Basically, <laughs> yeah, yeah. is what you did. Okay. Yeah. So I went to you know the the lottery, uh, whatever you go for it, and they told wherever me, you go for it, they, it's like a special <laughs> like there's a special meeting place that they all, all yeah, lottery winners go. Out. I was I went to cash out and it's like the skulls and they it's said like, no, this is not you know you're, you're not a winner. So I lost all my savings, and that's why. Oh, we you went like to a local <laughs> bodega to like just see if your ticket was a winner, <laughs> and yeah, that's what happened. I thought you meant like you, you got your lottery winnings and then you went to some secret island that all lottery winning people only go to. Like you became an exclusive member of an exclusive cult, cult club. No, I did not win anything. Nada. Drink some bad Kool-Aid. I, I thought it would be much more interesting if we said some crazy outlandish story like that. Instead, of, Outlandish is the word. That is the word uh, for what you describe. It, it, what you it, instead of, uh, you know, hey, you know, sometimes life hits you <laughs> and you get caught up. Uh, anyway, go ahead. But life did hit us. Life hit us with a uh, new line of work. Well, me more than you, because you've been involved in that line of work. Yeah. Which is with, that rest- with the restaurant Moho. If you're in Queens and Forest Hills, you want to come by and say hi to us. We're at Moho Restaurant. Yeah. Follow us at uh, Moho 
underscore Forest Hills. Yes, 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 yes. On Instagram. Yeah, absolutely. And also follow us here at the Better Fantasy Bureau at BFB Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, so I stepped in as the roles manager of the restaurant for you, right? Yes. And that takes up a lot of our time. And you probably hate me. Um, <laughs> no. No. I'm not going to hate a strong word to use against you. Dislike a little more, is yeah. like I would say. But uh, no, uh, I, I take that back. But um, this might be benefit for us because now we kind of get a little contentious when we're doing our podcast. Contentious? Yeah, like, you know, we're, you know. Yo, you throw all these big words at me, dog. Now I'm going to use them as disrespect. <laughs> Watch your mouth okay. and help me with the podcast. <laughs> okay. Okay. You know where it's from, right? No. You know, I've never seen 40 Old Virgin? Oh, yeah. That's when Kevin Hart first became big. Yeah, like yeah. when he first got really noticed. I want to say big, but he got really, really noticed in that. Yeah, he was never big. Like, let's move over ambivocally. He's like, yeah, they're big. I see what you right there. He's like, yo, you don't want these big words in me, dog. I don't understand them. All right. So I'm going to take them as disrespect. <laughs> Watch your mouth and help me with the sale. You know, <laughs> you ever heard of Rolling 20s? Took a frosty. It's like. <laughs> Good movie. Yeah, hilarious. Anyways, but uh, but the point is, is that at the end of it all, it's just, we're especially just opening up the restaurant, we're just entering into our fourth week. It's taken up a lot of our time. I remember when I came in, I told you I work around 40 to 50 hours a week because I didn't want to get caught up working every single weekend as restaurant managers do. You know, it's been going great so far. It's been working out just as if, like, you know, I expected it to be. You know, every now and then I get a Saturday off. It's fine. But uh, I remember the first week, I worked 67 hours. And I went to my wife. I was like, babe, I worked 67 hours last week. She goes, what? That wasn't part of the deal. She's like, that wasn't part of the deal. <laughs> that was a got him. I'm, yeah, I'm still doing it more or less about 50 a week there. For the most part, fifty somewhere around there. Yeah, well, it's it's now kind of like you know falling into place, which has been fine for me. It's been fine, you know, just adjusting to the new schedule. Well, well, with new schedule as a married man, adjusting to that's been a little different. You yeah, know, as a single man, it didn't matter. Yeah, mine is going down to like maybe eighty one. Oh, that's nice. Eighty, eighty. Well, because you, you yeah, like, I get to the seventies, I get a little you know more, more happy. Unfortunately, you know, uh, you know, the closing of Pico Rico, your other restaurant. Yes, twenty years. Twenty years open, and then now it's closed it's closed so then that 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 should that should shave off a good number of hours yeah it's definitely gonna shave some hours away and then uh you know obviously opening a restaurant right takes up a lot of time especially when you're opening it up especially that's why it's taking up so much of our time that's why we've been so inconsistent with this we tried recording it at the restaurant one night and we experienced a ton a ton of ton of technical difficulties you you think it was just because we hit the uh, delirium and we just thought things were just happening and you know these technical difficulties because right now so far i don't want to jinx it it's going, uh, good. it's going good did you just say delirium are you plugging in the beer that we serve at the restaurant no no it's <laughs> no i'm not delirium trams yeah it's a good beer they pay us yeah. <laughs> so to, to promote them so that's what we're doing anyway so this is not a hospitality podcast no <laughs> let's move on uh but yeah but but we tried it, it was crazy though for some so, so far, it's recording good here in my basement. Yeah. But when we tried recording at the restaurant after work, it just kept stopping. It might be the acoustics. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe the ghost. No, 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 ghost. no, 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 no. <laughs> There's no ghost. You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. No, no, no such thing. Did you hit that? Or, or was that a ghost? You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. <laughs> Stop. Uh... <laughs> No such thing as ghosts. I'm not getting into that conversation. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so 
we're you know we're back to doing this episode uh you know and uh, we gotta try our best to be consistent because that's the number one thing we said when we started this was consistency is the most important thing yes and i i, I hate myself for not you know i'm upset about it too trust me i'm pissed yeah so listeners bfas you know just uh you know, be patient with us, but we're going to try to deliver as much as possible. Dr. Fernandez took us out of his life already. He did? He, yeah, said, so- he, he says we're dead to him. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, so we're, we're missing a doctor here at the, BF, at the BFB. Ah, oh, that's that's a big blow. If we, you know, we need, if we need medical attention, we're kind of screwed. All right, party people. So a uh, lot's going on in the world of sports. Uh, Toronto Raptors won the NBA championship. Uh so does this kind of signify and solidify the fact that now Kawhi won is Kawhi winner? Wow, Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard, Kawhi winner, Kawhi winner. Yeah, Kawhi his, his championship run is just isn't it just the best ever? It's like so Kawhi what you expect it to be. Like if you look at Barstool and you see all like his championship uh, celebrations, it's going just how you thought it would be. Like there's people like there's like a house party and everybody's like dancing around. He's just in the back like, man, I don't want to be here. He's just, he's just had that look, like, he doesn't care. Who, who had the last laugh, though? though? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's, uh, I, I, throughout the celebration, right, uh, it seems like a little bit of his, you know, we got to know Kawhi, a little bit of his humor, although it's kind of, he's, he seems awkward at best, but, um, you know, it's it's nice. He had an incredible playoff run. One of, of like, course, the best, yeah. or, one of the best playoff runs ever. He's just, it's just funny. He's just so Greg Popovich-like and Tim Duncan-like, you know what I mean? Like, attitude, that's, it, it, it's, like, weird that he wouldn't have stayed with, you know, the Spurs just seemed like the perfect fit for him. Yeah. He's the third player in league history to win finals MVP in multiple teams. Yeah. and he's Who, the, who are the he's other two? The other two to win in multiple teams? Shaq? Yeah. No. Shaq won in multiple teams? No, what teams? Lakers in Miami. No, he wasn't MVP uh, one day. One oh, day. to MVP. Yeah, to win MVP. MVP. Finals MVP. Yeah. Oh, to win finals MVP for multiple teams. Uh, finals MVP. Iguodala? No. He won once. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll tell you. Okay. Uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, right. Bucks and the Lakers, and LeBron James. Heat and Cavs. Oh, yeah, LeBron James. Doi, that should have been the first one that came to mind, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, my bad. No, nah, but... um, MVP. Okay. Um no, he had a great he had a great run. Definitely that that you know that goes without saying. Um and also the first to ever win in both conferences. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh now Anthony Davis going to the Lakers. Who won that trade? I think both won. It was a win win? I think it's a win win. Uh it all depends what the Lakers do. They have to get very, very creative. And the free agency uh, process of acquiring more talent because obviously they're they're shallow and th- they only have like five six players right now, <laughs> so they have to get creative on ma- in the free agency and maybe making a trade where they can kind of offset and create more uh, cap space for them to acquire more uh, you know assets. But um, all in all, is they wanted to mo- they wanted to move on from uh, Lonzo Ball. They wanted to move on with, uh, you know, some, you know, even Ingram, you know, because Ingram has been in trade talks for a while as well, and they wanted a somebody, a, a player, you know, a big time player to play along with LeBron James, because in reality, LeBron James has, you know, 
he's in father time right now. He his peak. He's in the he's in the yeah yeah yeah. He's gonna be he's in the he's, gonna he's be in the back this end year. of his peak right now. So yeah, he's gonna be thirty five this year. So. so you need to bring a a dominant player, and Anthony Davis is a dominant player. You know, obviously he hasn't proven much. You know, if he could, if he could carry a team throughout the playoffs, but having a LeBron James, there's a possibility. You know, and if they could get some, you know. If they could do what they did in uh, Miami, right, where they got all these veterans, you know, that are are good spot up shooters, and you know, could play some D, they they can might they might be able to make a run. Especially now that I think the Western Conference has kind of opened up with the unfortunate injuries that the Warriors have suffered with Klay Thompson and Kevin Durant, right. So the Warriors have definitely taken a big blow. Blow. Um, Big blown, <laughs> big blown. Uh, <laughs> so why you, you, know, you gotta say it like that? <laughs> big blown. <laughs> the hell's the matter with you? <laughs> so um, this is a good opportunity for the Lakers to strike and maybe strike, you know, gold, you know, per se. We're having Anthony Davis and uh, and, and you know, strike uh, lightning, lightning in the bottle, right? So. And Houston Rockets should definitely take advantage of this situation. If there if there's not a moment where they had a great chance, a good chance, it's now. This is the moment. So they definitely have to, you know, uh, make sure that they got the, their, their 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 roster intact, just like they had the previous years, and make a big run. Because right now there's definitely a, a, an opportunity. If he thought. With the Warriors, the Warriors team is so stacked. You're talking about Kevin Durant, you know, top five player. Steph, Stephen Curry, top five player. Klay Thompson, one of the best shooting guard, two way players, shooting guard. You know, uh, he could defend. He could shoot the three. You know, three lights, lights out. And you know, they got great scrappy veteran players. You know, and that team is. You're, you're talking about all time great team, and it's it was pretty unfair. In, or the league, you know, like as far as to try to compete against them. So this year, definitely, it has opened, not only for the Lakers, but for every other team in the league. Um, I I agree with you for to to an extent for the most part, but I, I honestly just think the Lakers, the Pelicans, just won that trade. But I think with Zion, this is a great opportunity because usually a first pick goes to a bad team, a really bad team. And they weren't. And the Pelicans not two years ago they were in the playoffs. I know, yeah, you know, no, but but this is the thing I said. The, the the biggest thing out of for me, the biggest thing for me for that team to, uh, I mean, Julius Randle did, you know, he's the, a, he's, to me he's the biggest. Agent. To me he's the biggest loser. <clears throat> he's a free agent. He's a free agent right now. He he, he decided not to resign. Oh, okay, with him. I did not know that. He's but a free agent. He's yeah, because yeah, they, they, they to <laughs> me Zion replaces Julius Randle. Well, Zion will play the four. Julius Randle will play with five. I, I don't mind or the Knicks. Four. I don't. You know, I don't want to go off and be a homer right now. But I don't mind the Knicks getting Julius Randle. I do. You do. What do we need him for? Uh, what, what do we need him for? You don't think? I, I don't mind getting him. What do we need him for? Who's who's our four right now? Our four right now, yeah. right? Well, right now it's uh, it, it, we was counting on Zion uh, Williamson to be our four, right? But it, it, we're gonna sign somebody big in the offseason, so we really don't need. Well, him. Kevin Durant, we're definitely. I said sign. big, not like big name. I said big. We're, <laughs> we're definitely going hard on. We Kawhi got Leonard. with Mitchell Robinson, and DeAndre Jordan. We don't have to sign him. Mitchell though. is a five, though. I know. So is DeAndre Jordan, but still, you know, we they're, could, they're you, both fives. N- nowadays, with the games how it is, you could put you. You know, Carmelo Anthony plays the four and he does if, it well. If we could get Julius Randle on the cheap, right? Okay. I don't mind that. I'm okay with not getting him. I don't mind that. All right, um, move on. But so, 
the Pelicans win for me big time here. The main thing is about it is those three first round picks, including this year's fourth. They get Zion with the first, and then they have a fourth. That's wild. No, they're set up. Yeah. They're set up. So the Lakers the Lakers have to make a splash to win. The Lakers have to win for this to be work to work out for them. They have to win now. And that's what that's why they did the trade. Because LeBron James is only going to no, be I, good for that, a that's why of years. that's why I get it. But this is the thing. At most, at most, honestly, I see them only winning at most one. If that. One, one series? One championship. Oh, if one championship. that. One and that's chi- good. Dude, but no, 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 no. Yeah, listen to this. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. on. They're going to win one if that. After they win that one, they're going to have another, like, decade of bad years. Those first three round picks, including this year's fourth, is costly. That costs a lot. And then, you know, listen, Brandon Ingram... Not all that great, Lonzo Ball. He he was balling. He was good. He was good. He, he was balling the like the the last well, couple of months, right? But know? hence hence why I said not all that great with 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 Lonzo Ball. Not all that good at all. You know what I mean? There's a difference. Like he was good, Brandon Ingram. Lonzo Ball is not good, but with with you know going forward, like they still gave up a lot of youth. The biggest thing the Lakers did, the biggest biggest thing the Lakers did was keep Kuzma. That was the biggest thing they did. I think in my in my mind to make that trade even be remotely like not the worst in the world was keeping Kuzma. If they gave up Kuzma, it, it's just terribly awful. But anyways, so do you know that also that Brandon Ingram has like a, a heart condition that he just had surgery. That's why right. He, but so, but Anthony Davis is also shown to be to get really hurt. LeBron the, James last year was hurt for a while too. But granted, it was like a season that was kind of thrown away, so they didn't really push it to come back. It's fine. But Anthony Davis also has injury, so. This is this. I feel there's more risk in this trade for the Lakers. They're pretty much just shooting for the moon and risking a lot. They already risked their a lot of their future. Remember, the NBA only has two rounds of drafts. But two. They, they gave up three first rounds. But guess what? They, they no. The writer was on the wall that they was not going to make a splash in the free agency. But now they have to. No, that, but no, well, they they could get it right now. Role players because they got Anthony Davis. They was not gonna be able to. No, no, no. They I was know. not gonna be able to uh, 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 obtain. But what Kevin if Anthony Durant. Davis gets hurt again and he's out for a long time? There, that's the chance. That's but the there's, chance like, there's, a, there's a lot more risk involved in this than there is. Okay, reward. So, all right, so let's say they don't make that trade with Anthony, uh, for Anthony Davis. Are the Lakers? Will the Lakers with that roster? Will will. Well, no, they, they wouldn't do much. Run. They know. Exactly. No. So, but, but this is the thing. This is the thing. The Lakers are not looking to win a championship for the Lakers. They're looking to get one for LeBron because they gave the Lakers gave up a lot of their future. Now, it hasn't been too long ago since the Lakers were having like a really like hard lineup. I saw it. I'll, I'll look this up again. But the Lakers, you know, like they, they, they gave up a lot. They gave up a lot of their youth. You know what I mean? They gave up a lot of their future. Uh, so you, they're not. You, they're not looking. You know when was the last time? You know when was the Lakers? Last, you know when was the last time the Lakers made the playoffs? Like three years ago, two thousand thirteen. Five years ago? No, six years ago. Six years ago. Six years ago. All right. So it's been a while. Right now in LA, 
in La La Land, right now it has it's looking like the tables are turning that the Clippers are going to be the ones. Well, you know, they're the ones that have been competing for the last couple of years already, right? Mm-hmm. Especially when they had uh, Chris Paul and uh, Blake Griffin and, and DeAndre Jordan at that time. Mm-hmm. But right now, like with the the rumors that are that, that's trending is that Kawhi Leonard, that's where he, if he's going to move from Toronto, right, mm-hmm. he's going to sign with the Clippers. And the Clippers, remember, they traded Tobias Hart. They, they, they cleaned out house midseason, and they still made the playoffs. And th- didn't they take the the Warriors, a healthy Warriors team, to six games? Yeah, but they, you know, they they were just playing good together. So, so to me, it's like they're they're playing. They're, Lakers are trying to play for relevancy right now. They're trying to make trades to, for relevancy because mm-hmm. they know the Clippers are right there. And if they get Kawhi Leonard, oof, you know, it, it's going to be Clippers town, not Lakers town. And they knew that they know that. The writing was on the wall. They was not going to make a big splash free agency. So they had to make this trade. They had to make that trade. Because if they didn't, look, they was not going to get no Kevin Durant, especially now with the injury. You know, he might be staying with the Warriors. They was not going to get no Kawhi Leonard. Because why would Kawhi Leonard go to a team, a LeBron team, and be second fiddle, you know? Uh, and who, who would they be able to get? Best case scenario, Klay Thompson? He's injured now. Trying to find that. I hear you. I know that, that that listen that that hurt a lot for 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 the for the franchise of the Warriors and all this and that. But you know it's it's the the point is this. I feel that it, I'm not saying that this is why I'm saying I said it's not it wouldn't pay off. It could pay off, but I just feel like there's more risk with it because, like I said, Anthony Davis injury prone. They gave up a lot of their future. You know what I mean? Like they're not anywhere near. To rebuilding to what they were the Lakers of old, you know what I mean. The closest, you know, obviously they got back to they got back to the seventies and they got back to like the eighties versions of the Lakers with Kobe Bryant and Shaq, right? And 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 all right. So what about this? And all right, they give up three first round picks, right? That's a lot. That's a lot. Okay, but they're not as valuable as a a a, a football first round, you know, like an NFL first round pick. It, they could make mistakes with those first round picks, dude. Just like the Knicks have been doing for like the last dude twenty million years. Dude, you know, there's two rounds. I know you could make a mistake with your first round pick in football, and then you come out with a Tom Brady with one ninety ninth overall. You come out with an Alvin Kamara as late as you got him. Yeah, you know, you come out with an Aaron Jones as late as you got him. There's a lot of players that yeah, got it taken super late what, that what are I'm super tra- good what, in football because yeah. you have more chances. Yeah, there's more positions to play on the field. But still, you had seven rounds to make up for it. Yeah, but the talent pool in football is much greater compared to fo- uh, to basketball, which is very shallow. And that and and, you only have two rounds to do it. And there's only really just a couple of players that are you know could be legitimate basketball, right? Basketball and you can players. find them. You can and, find them on free you know signings and all this other stuff. And, and you 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 luck out get a Tony Parker, you know, type of player in the second round, you know. So it, it to me is not you know. You're still taking a shot. Look at the Knicks. Knicks and have what have we for, done? And what? Where are we? We haven't gotten any good players, right? The but, only hey, look, Kevin Kevin but, Knox, but, 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 is looking all right. Uh, he's looking okay. We, we I think where are we with where are we, Kevin Knox, compared to the year before? We're like, ah, uh, we don't know. It's still up up in but the air. It's the thing before is, it's, the draft, before he got drafted, it was like, oh, I like Kevin Knox a lot. But dude, it's because of the fact of bad 
picks. The Knicks have just made bad and picks. The, what I'm trying to get at is the Lakers could also make bad picks. But they don't even have a chance, a chance. to make it. Yeah, I know. That's fine. They got Anthony like Davis. The year, the, they got Anthony Davis. But once again, he's so injury prone now. Yeah. That if he doesn't play, <clears throat> like I said, the Lakers are looking to win for LeBron. They're not looking to win for the Lakers. The Lakers gave up a huge part of their future. You know, you you could make, of course, you could make these first round draft picks and make me terrible at them. But like I said, like look, the Knicks back in two thousand nine with the eighth pick when we were supposed to take seven Steph Curry with the seventh, we took Jordan Hill instead. You know who went after Jordan Hill? Demar Derozan. Ooh. You know who went after Demar Derozan? Brandon Jennings. So it's like you know, and all these other good players are down there too. Drew Holiday, Jeff Teague, you know, uh, Todd Gibson. De, you know, Demari De Carroll, Demar Carroll, all these players way better than Jordan Hill. That went after, you know what I mean? So it's just like Jordan Hill was balling. For Danny Green went in the second. The Danny Green went in the second round that year. This is the year that that uh, Blake Griffin went number one overall. Mm-hmm. The point is, just that they gave up a large piece of the future. They gave a large piece of where they build, and now they just, you, you know what I'm saying? Like now they just um. They just want to win for now, and I think this is risky. It well, yeah, could, they, they put all their eggs in one basket. Exactly. And, take and, a shot. and and listen, like I said, I think they're going to win at best one, at best. And I think that's a success. I, and this this goes again. This goes again. This goes again to what I remember I mentioned years ago in the pot. Not years ago. Sorry. Wow. I, if I, I mentioned as, months as ago. As a big fan, I'll die for. A, a, I mentioned a ring, this you know? months ago. Yeah. Would you rather have a terrible, terrible team that every now and then gets you just one championship once every blue moon, like every other decade? No, I remember this. Or would you rather have a good team, like the Toronto Raptors, perfect example, every year they make the playoffs, every year they're like one of the top teams right there, every year they're just there, you know what I mean? And then now they finally win it, but... You know, they never really get there. But every year, like, good. Like, every year, it's a good team. Like, the 90s Knicks is another one. They were always there. They never won a championship. Right? But they we love the 90s Knicks. They, they took a chance, too. But, but I'm saying, yeah, yeah. But we love the 90s Knicks. Yeah. They made it every year. Or would you rather have the Knicks what we have now and then maybe build up with a championship one year and then go back to the Knicks what we have now? Uh you see what I'm saying? Yeah, no, like, I'd rather be competitive all the time because there's always a chance. You know, I mean, yeah, and 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 you know, you 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 know, and nowadays it's like that. Nowadays it's just like just give me the one win, win and that's it. You know what I mean? Like nowadays it's just like just give me the one win, that's it. I want one chip, and, I, and that's all I care about. Yeah, and yeah. then just just suffering with other years of losses for that one chip. Like, did, I don't you, know. did you see the other trade that happened today? What? what? So, Memphis Grizzlies traded Mike Conley to the Jazz. Oh, does that mean they're going to take John Morant? Please take John Morant. Yeah, they're taking John Morant most likely. Thank God. So they traded, they, the Jazz traded Grayson Allen, Kyle Korver, Jay Crowder, and their number uh, 23 pick and a future first round pick. Mike Conley's ready at, like towards the end of his peak as well. Yeah, but I think it's, it'll be good for uh, uh, Donovan Mitchell, who's had, has been hand, handling the rock a lot with uh, Ricky Rubio. So, um, Mike Conley, uh, a veteran. I think it'll, Jay it'll Crowder stabilize. Is, I like Jay Crowder still. I like Jay Crowder. I think uh, the Memphis has a, you know, uh, it's a good. It's good for the Memphis. Well, Memphis is now in the rebuild stage. You know, yeah. they got rid of Gasol. You know, I was thinking about this too. How do you feel that DeMarc DeRozan feels like, damn, I was on that team for so long. Kawhi goes one year. 
Yeah, but come on. <laughs> no, I know, but how do you imagine he feels? Like, I just got there, you know, and same thing with Valus Yunus. He's probably like, damn, Gasol goes one, you know, half a year. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that sucks. You know? How does Valus Yunus feel? No, I, I feel bad for those who got traded midseason. Like Valus Yunus. <laughs> yeah, like him. And, like, he, damn, I was there. Like, I just got traded. Damn. Oh, but I think <clears throat> he still gets a ring. Depending on how many games he plays, yeah, you participate, you still get like a ring. Although, like, it, it, it's it's more like a like a little league trophy to me, you know, like a participation trophy. Like, it doesn't really mean much. I guess. All right, let's. He, he should just sell it to Drake. That's it. Oh God, <laughs> I wanted the Raptors to win, but Drake to lose. Did he get tattoo removal yet of Durant? No, I don't know. Anyways, I was going to talk about what the Knicks should do now. Now that you're just telling me that we're going to more likely get R.J. Barrett, which I hope is the case because we really need an R.J. Barrett. And he wants to be in. <clears throat> and like I said, if we didn't get Zion, if we got R.J. Barrett, I would be I would be like ecstatic for Zion. It's, still, if, it's still a win. But if we got, yeah, if we got R.J. Barrett, I still would be very happy. I wouldn't be like, oh, yeah, you know, like jumping up and down, like all hype. But I would still be very happy with getting R.J. Barrett, extremely happy. And I want him over John Morant, you know? Anyways, moving on, because uh, we don't got all that much time left. <clears throat> Let's get back into fantasy football and talk about uh, the divisions real quick. And we'll start off with our beloved division, the NFC East. And uh, as we're doing this, let's get right into talking about the Redskins. Now, what we're doing here in each division, we'll talk about which players are fantasy relevant, which players are makes us worried, and which players you should draft from each team. And then we'll talk a little bit about the scheduling and uh, what we feel that they're going to be doing going forward. <clears throat> My throat is killing me. Drink, drink some water, bro. Uh, okay. <laughs> so um, let's start off with the Redskins now. So the biggest thing about the Redskins, which I advise, and I see what hopefully that you would agree with me, the biggest thing about the Redskins is the the definition of a running back by committee. That's Alex opening up a pack of pens, by the way, when you hear it in the background. <clears throat> so running back by committee. I recommend do not draft any of these running backs do not take any of the Redskins running backs in your draft. If you must, if you want to, if you feel this value, the biggest one you should go for, take a risk on is Darius Geis. I want to take a risk on any other running back. No Bryce Love, no Chris Thompson, no Adrian Peterson, no Samaj P. Ryan. Just Darius guys, if you must. That's it for me. As far as the running backs go. Darius guys, yeah. I I, I think I'll go I'll take a shot with Bryce Love. I would I would not draft any of them. I don't want to touch any of them. Even like stay, nope. Even in the fifteen round. Nope. No. Too much of a committee. Too much of a committee. But too you know too much. There's always injuries. Uh, there's always injuries. Yeah. And look what Adrian Peterson did. And look how much look how many injuries have to happen for Bryce Love to get a chance. And in a position the position that usually has the most injuries is running back. It's too 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 much committee, too much. I I rather take a flyer on somebody else that might actually play more like, consistently. Like in the 15 round? Yeah. Like um I rather take like a, like a third string wide receiver. You know? Th- a third string? Yeah. Okay. I'll see here. Who's going to 15 round? <gasps> I'd rather take you okay, you okay man yeah well the 15 round of course you know you want you want to go with either your defense or your kicker i take a kicker <laughs> but look even at the end honestly honestly towards the end if you look at a 14 round i might go with like a uh kaylin Balaj or jamal williams jordan reed's going in the 14th round 
He's another one of the same team I take. I might take. I rather take a Debo Samuel's. Yeah, I'll, t- I'll take. I'll definitely take uh, Jordan Reed for sure. I rather take a Matt Breida. You know, who's going like in the fourteenth round around there? So yeah. Well, of course, fifteen round you want to look at. You know, you're gonna look at like a defense and kicker. Uh, you know, I, I rather I, I, I rather take Randall Cobb. Randall Cobb, I like Randall Cobb. So yeah, and these are all guys going around the fourteenth round. So I rather take all of them than Bryce Love and anybody in the. Pages backfield. Jordan Reed, I would definitely also take a flyer on. I just mean like Darius Geis is the only one I would take a flyer on if it was um if it if, you know if you had it if you must take one you know yeah what is up with your pen yeah I don't know it's stuck it's not it's no no point it's up, yeah it's over with it's a it's a clicker it's a clicker oh there you go I just <laughs> we're over here trying to figure out how a pen works <laughs> <laughs> yeah you, you are pretty smart. Uh, so, uh, yeah, for the Redskins, mm. running backs, I, I like to, well, yeah, I, I'll say Darius Geis is the one that you, if you have to get a, a running back, it will be Darius Geis. Uh, I'd rather it, take. It, if, 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 let's say you're, by the end of the draft, you seem like you're very shallow in that position and you're, you, you just want to take a shot and you're, you know, you're pretty deep in wide receiver, you know, and you have a good tight end, et cetera. Maybe, uh. <clears throat> You know, Bryce Love, you know, just in case, you know. I don't recommend it. it, it, again. it but it all depends shot. where we're at, you know, in during preseason. I'd rather have my favorite kicker of the draft, Kaimi Fairbear. And I'm basing that just on name alone. Kaimi Fairbear. Based on just name alone. Take it. Pure, purely name. Yeah, okay. He's good, though, Kaimi Fairbear. Anyways, uh, then Jordan Reed is the only one. Dwayne Haskins. Where do you kind of have him ranked? Like, where do you see him going? I'm not going to be drafting him. At all? No. No, I'm not drafting him. I'm not going to take a shot at a rookie quarterback yet. I have to see how he plays in in the preseason. But uh, he's a guy I'm not going to be looking for. Matthew Stafford or Dwayne Haskins? Stafford. Derek Carr, Dwayne Haskins. Derek Carr. He has Antonio Brown. All right. If you already say those two, then Dwayne Dwayne Haskins is not even ranked in top 25 right now in fantasy football calculator. Exactly. So So I'm like, I'm not going to touch those. I'm not, I'm not touching him. No. The only one in the Redskins, uh, a player that I'm going to be going for, I'm not going to reach, but if there's value, it's going to be Jordan Reed. He's going late, like in the 14th round. There's value from there. Yeah, so I, I'll I'll snatch him up in the thirteen. You know, depending on how the draft is going, if 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 there's not many tight ends out there, he's he's one that I'll take a shot at again, and in hopes that that he doesn't get injured. You know, yeah. Well, he didn't get you know? that in. You got injured at the end he, last year, but he, he gets like all these like weird parts of his body that gets injured. Toes. He played like heel. He played like yeah. calf, hamstring, the wadnum. Uh, <laughs> Pinky I'm like yo Come on Jordan Yo he's He's a beast but He gets a hangnail Yeah But last season You know he had, he really had No quarterback You know Alex Smith was really struggling And then he had that Bizarre injury And you know He had Mark Sanchez Throwing to him he Come injured, on he, he strained his earlobe <laughs> It's like Instantly happens um, The only quarterback That he kind of had got Built a good rapport And you know He was Producing some decent numbers was um, was was the kid's name Colt McCoy? Yeah, Colt McCoy. Yeah, he was doing better with Colt but, McCoy. Uh, then I, he I, died. But you know, <laughs> you know, if Dwayne Haskins wins the job, uh, I could see him, you know, being a safety valve. He'll win the job over Case Keenum. Yeah, 
Um, <clears throat> I wouldn't draft them either. So basically, don't, and I wouldn't really look at any of the wide receivers. I guess Doxon, you know, Jameson, uh, what's it? Not James. Yeah, Jameson Crowder. Yeah, he's gone. He's so, on the Jets. So Josh Doxon? Josh Doxon, I would look mm-hmm. at. I, I Paul Richardson, my... I like too. Like, and these are late, 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 late round flyers. You never know. Dwayne Haskins ends up being the truth. A guy like Paul Richardson or Josh Doxon could emerge to be, you know, it could benefit them. So if you wanted to take a chance on that, it's not going to really cost you anything. These guys are going super late as it is. So I do, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't so far say as I recommend it, but I don't mind it. I like it if you take a flyer with one of the, you know, the wide receivers. Um, another big recommendation I give to people when they're doing their drafts to, to study, you know, we do draft tactics. We're not doing that right now, but I guess, I guess we're kind of doing it now, is uh, study the depth charts. Study, study the depth charts. Look into the depth charts. When the official depth charts are released, look into them. Stay aware of the depth charts. Constantly see the updated depth charts. You can find the wide receiver one for the Redskins. They're going to go ridiculously low. And if Dwayne Haskins ends up being the truth, Ruth, then uh, maybe he could ask the value for his wide receiver one. If you had to select the quarterback in the NFC East, which quarterback would you target? Uh, Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz? Easy. All right, let's say Carson Wentz has been selected. Well, who will be the second option? Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott? Yeah, unfortunately. It's a huge drop-off between Dak Prescott and Carson Wentz. <laughs> Tremendous big drop-off between the two of them. All right. No, I'm just, I just thought about it. I was like, oh, you know, Dennis, quarterbacks. Then it's Eli. Then it's Dwayne. Daniel Jones, bro. Oh, God. You know he was booed at Yankee Stadium? Dan, Daniel. You know that? That's just terrible. That he got booed. He got booed. It's not. He just, he's not the one that booed it's Dave Gettleman. It's not his fault. And, he, and his you know fault. what it is. And you know what it is. At the end of the day, as as look, because like I said, I never had anything against Daniel Jones. I just didn't like where we picked him. No, and it's not like why are why should we boo him? Should he's we, a giant now. We should root for him. Yeah, and hope all right, because it gonna, works out. Because he's looking at he's going to be our future. As, yeah, as a Giants fan, I'm not praying for him his downfall. I want him to succeed. Why? Yeah. Why the hell would we boo him? It's just disgusting. He's he's a giant now. He is now near. Boo Dave Gettleman. I'm all for that. Boo him. Yeah. Boo boo Dave Gettleman. Boo Dave Gettleman. Yeah. But don't boo Daniel Jones. What did he do? No, those are just ignorant fans. Yeah, that's stupid. I hope they got kicked out. No, they didn't because this is money. I mean, corporate greed. But it's just a, at the end of the day, it's just why would you pull? He's now a New York Giant. Like it or not, Daniel Jones is a New York Giant. And just pray that he does good. Like I said, I don't I don't think the kid sucks. I just didn't like where we picked him. I hated where we picked him. I hated that. Yeah. I don't hate him. All right. Uh, so uh, let's go through. We only got, we, we really don't have much time. So let's, right. um, let's go through the schedule. And let's see how, uh, you know, what we think for the for the the Redskins. Yeah, for the Redskins. I'm losing my train of thought. Okay. All right, so two games at the Cowboys away and then home. So I think they're going to lose both. Uh, I, 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 he's, yeah, they're losing both. So the Giants, I see them winning one. Yeah, I see a split there. I see them losing both to the Eagles. To the Eagles, yes. Okay. So uh, hold on. What am I doing? The Bears. The Bears, you go through me. These are away games or home games? These these are home games. So they're gonna uh, lose regardless. Why am I asking? They're losing against the Bears. The Lions, they're gonna. I think that they could win that at home. That they could win against the Lions at home. Uh, I'm gonna give them a loss. Do we give them a loss? Yeah. All right. The Niners. I'm gonna give them a win for that one. Yeah, me too. Um, the Patriots loss. 
The Jets loss. Um, I give them a win. Away. Now the away games. We already spoke about the Cowboys, the Giants, and the Eagles. Packers loss. Yes, that's a loss. The Vikings loss. Yep, that's a loss. Panthers loss. I agree there too. The Bills win. I I agree there too. And the Dolphins win. Okay. So I got them going uh, four and twelve, six and ten. You got you gave them two more losses than I did, huh? I got no. I got them two more wins because you got them four and twelve. Two more wins. That's why I said. Uh, you said for two more losses. Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. Wins, so All I'm good. Not, I'm not that smart. You know that. Uh, moving on. So um, the Giants. The Giants. Or should we leave the Giants last? Nah, since nah, we nah, talk about the Giants. Nah, let's let's go, let's, with let's, let's go to Cowboys. This, or let's go Eagles and then. Cowboys and Giants. Go ahead. What we do you talk, want, we talk about the Giants first? all the time. What do you want to do first then? Let's do the Eagles. All right. So the Eagles. Yes. Um, the biggest thing, I mean, the Eagles, I think, is almost self-explanatory. The biggest person you want to, you know, target, not target, but the biggest name you want out of the Eagles is Zach Ertz. That's easy to say. Hey, uh, Dallas Gordaire is making some noise. Yeah, but Zach Ertz is the guy. Yeah, I hope he's the main receiver. He's their main offensive weapon. Besides, I could see them. I could see them running a two tight end set, changing it up. Yeah, but I don't think it's going to affect Zach Ertz at all. To be honest with you, unless Zach Ertz gets hurt, I'm selecting Dallas. I mean, Zach Ertz. I wouldn't select. I wouldn't. I wouldn't select Dallas Goldair because honestly, that that's you know you're you're risking a two tight ends. I mean, you know, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not drafting no two tight ends. No, nah, I'm not, I'm not against, I am not, a, I am hundred percent not against the backup tight end role. I'm not against that. You're still adding depth, you know, especially, especially if you could play a tight end at your flex in your league. You know what I mean? I, I mean, the league, I know the league I run that, uh, you know, we don't have no tight end to flex, just running back wide receiver. But if you could do that, if you could play, you know, a tight, I know the one you, you run there, you could play a tight end at the flex. Yes. Yeah, because I remember I went pretty far with uh, it was Evan Ingram and Delaney Walker on my tight ends, and I did pretty good. But um, so I'm not mad about it, especially with the position, with the depth of the tight end position being so so low. But I wouldn't make Dallas go there my backup tight end no, when I, he's a I, real life backup I, tight end for the NFL. I'm not a fan of having two tight ends in my uh, in, in my. Roster, I'm not against it unless you have you know. Like top five, like top three tight ends, you know, that are just giving you those points that there possibly could be like a wide receiver too, you know. Uh, but I'm just saying, look out for Dallas Goderes, monitor his process in, in camp and in the offseason and I'm, see where he's going. And I'm just saying what this, the Eagles you, are doing, you know, with the offensive scheme. On your you team, know? would you rather take, would you rather take, you know, uh, CJ Anderson or Jordan Reed? Uh, see, uh, Jordan Reed. Right. You know, see what I'm saying? But you could take him as a backup tight end around that time. You know what I mean? Would you rather take... You no, know, but I'm going to take Jordan Reed as my tight end. I'm not going to select him as my but if you, But if you, have, if you have Travis Kelsey, you would take you would, you would take C.J. Anderson over Jordan Reed? Yeah, I'll probably do that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. See, I, I, I rather have I rather have a better player tight end than somebody that I know I'm never going to pretty much use for the most part. Yeah, well, are you going to bench Travis Kelsey? The, the only time you're not going to play him is on the bye week. Oh, if, yeah, you, but you're saying you have the bye week fill, and if he gets hurt, like I said, it's a backup tight. I don't mind it. I don't. I'm. I'm not recommending it. I personally don't mind it, and I've had success with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I said, look, I had Evan Ingram. You know, one time drafted late, and then when his rookie year, when Odell got hurt, and then, you know, he he was like the only wide receiver left alive. They played him as a wide receiver, and I had Delaney Walker, and he was my backup tight end, Evan Ingram, and yeah, it, but it like, worked out for me. Uh, 
well, it worked out for you, but like for most cases, a backup tight end, like no, no, for most well, cases, how many points are they going to produce compared to a running back that you just have as a handcuff, and then they can no, just I, I get it, RB two numbers, but hand, I'm just saying, handcuffing your tight end with another tight end is not the worst thing in the world. Yeah, but that that's your approach. You're okay with that? Me, I'm not really okay with having two tight ends, especially with the production. I'm not saying do it. I don't do it every draft. I'm just saying I'm okay with it. Yeah, okay. All right, move on. Uh, besides that with the Eagles, I think it's like an obvious thing. Uh, now, um, wide receiver-wise, is Sean Jackson back on the Eagles? What does that do for Alshon Jeffrey and uh, Nelson Aguilar? If there's a wide receiver I'll target, it'll be it'll be Alshon Jeffrey. Alshon? He, yeah, Alshon is the one that will get the touchdowns besides uh, Zach Ertz. Uh, he this is his third year with uh with Carson Wentz, so he has that rapport with him. N- Nelson Aguilar, you know, um, Aguilar, Aguilar. I mean, uh, he 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 looked good at the beginning of the season, but then he fizzled out, you know. And it's he plays more of the slot role, and I feel like with Deshaun Jackson now in play, uh, I don't know how they're gonna play it, but maybe you know he's gonna take some targets away from uh from uh, Nelson Aguilar. And the only wide receiver I'll target here will be Alshon Jeffrey. And I can see him being like a wide receiver too. I was never a huge fan of, of, of Alshon Jeffrey, honest with you. I never really got into, you know, I never really liked him to be honest. Um, I've always was very nervous about him. I tried to shy away from him because of the fact that he makes me so nervous. Uh, he's had some good years. He has some success. Djax, we know what he's going to do. He's going to be the the, the the deep threat ball type of guy. He's going to stretch out the field. He might help Aguilar, I feel, a little more in this situation. Not Aguilar. Yeah, no. Uh, Je- Jeffrey. I feel like he might help Alshon Jeffrey. You know, um, do I really want to go and get Djax? Not really. You know what I mean? But as of right now, he, he hurts Nelson Aguilar. He helps Alshon Jeffrey, I feel. You see where where Deshaun Jackson's ADP is going. There's a couple of players I probably would like to take a chance on over Deshaun Jackson, like James Washington for the Steelers, yeah, uh, Kiki Kuti for the Texans, yeah, Curtis it's Samuel Cutie, not Kuti. Uh, it really Kuti. is Cutie. It's Cutie. It really is. It's, it's, it's hard to say. All right, Kiki is so Cutie. Uh, <laughs> Curtis Samuel, maybe. No. MVS. Marquez. No, Marquez Valdez Gantling. No. Yeah. Yeah. Those are players that I might Sean take Jackson. a chance. So the only one you would take is probably James Washington? James Washington and Kiki. Ema- Emmanuel Sanders? No, because the the main guy I like in, uh, is Sean Hamilton at the Broncos. Okay. Okay. Um, and what about Tyrell Williams? Yeah, I would take Tyrell Williams. Yeah? Even Lamar Jackson throwing him the ball? Mm. Terrell Williams, Lamar Jackson. Yeah, he's... Oh, no, he's in Oakland, my bad. Yeah, he's in Oakland. Wait, what the <laughs> yeah, hell are you no, talking no, about? Yeah, yeah, my bad. <laughs> the hell's the matter with you? Uh, sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so, I mean, the the guy I would definitely... Um, the main guy we all know is the go for is uh, Zach Ertz. And, you know, I, I like Alshon Jeffrey this year more than other years in the past because I feel Deshaun Watson helps him. Running back situation also huge running back by committee. I would rather stay away from it. I would the only one I would take a deep, 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 deep 
flyer dart throw would be possibly Miles Miles Sanders. I think he'll probably emerge. I, I'll say that's Jordan Howard all day. He's uh, going in the eighth round. I, I don't eighth know. Eighth round? I don't know. It's, I it's a great offensive line. It's just a huge committee, man. It's a huge committee. If you look at the running backs that are going. Coy Clement, round. Josh, you know, Coy Clement, Josh Adams, Miles Sanders, Jordan Howard. It's the same situation as like in in, in uh in Washington, the only thing that it is is that it's a better offense. Now, is it to say that Darius Geis is going to be better than Jordan Howard? You know what? Maybe. As of right now, we know Jordan Howard is the better player. But it's the same situation that's in Washington, only the thing is that they have a better offensive line. So, uh, eighth round, I'll select Jordan Howard. I'll take a chance with him. You know, I'd rather not. I'd rather not. I'd rather not. I'm not. I'm not. See, that I'm not against. I'm against taking Bryce Love at the end. I'm not against taking Jordan Howard or Darius Geist, depending where Darius Geist is going, though. Jordan Howard, the eighth, I'm not against, but we shall see. All right. Uh, let's go through the scheduling. So tell me. Where, where, uh, let's go through the the Holmes one. So the so, I think they split with the Cowboys. Yeah. Uh, I have that as a split. They beat the Redskins twice, I have. They beat the Giants twice, unfortunately. Okay. All right, what else do they have? Go on. Bears at home. Lose. They lose against the Bears? Yeah. I have them winning. It's not like the Lions home. It's not like the playoffs. Lions at home. They win. I have them I have them winning too. Of Seahawks at home. Win. Me too. Uh Patriots at home. Lose. Okay. Raiders at home. Win. Hey, hold on, hold on. Sorry, Jets at home. Sorry about that. It wasn't the Raiders. The Jets at home win. Jets home win. Me too. Uh, so the away games, you got the Packers away. They lose. I have a loss. Mm, lose. Vikings. Lose. Me too. Falcons. Win. I have them losing. Bills. Win. Win. Dolphins. Win. That's it. Yeah, eleven and five. I have them. I have them eleven and five as well. Oh, let's see how right we are towards the end of the year. All right, so Cowboys, you want to go on to next? Let's do the Cowboys. 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 Uh, big big thing is uh, it's easy to know about is um, Zeke Elliott, more than likely a number one overall pick for the both of us, you and I, right? Zeke Elliott. So no, yes. nothing much to talk about there. Not going to waste time. Zeke's a beast. Anywhere between one and three, take him. If you want to take Saquon over him, that's fine. If you want to take Christian McCaffrey over him, that's fine. Uh, don't let him fall anything less than three, correct? Yes. All right. Like, don't take Alvin Kamara over him, right? No. No. Don't take DeAndre Hopkins over him, no. No. So uh, the only ones you could take over Zeke is just Christian McCaffrey or Saquon, right? Yes. I'm not angry against those two. I'm not angry. That's it. But uh, more than likely, if I had the first round pick in my first draft, it will more than likely be Zeke. But uh, I, I, I had Zeke in one of my leagues last it year. It hurts me so much to say that. And he definitely has... Uh, you know, improved in the catch. I feel very in, sick in, in the in the past catching game. I know. I feel very sick. It hurts to say that, but if I had the first overall pick in my very first draft of the year, I would probably take Zeke. Maybe not not in our dynasty league, but I'd probably take Zeke. It sucks so much to say that. I agree there, unanimously, right there. Who'd be your first overall pick in a dynasty league? We went over this, no? Yeah, we did, but I forgot what you said. <laughs> I forgot. Uh, my first pick right now, off the top of your head. It has CMC or Saquon. Probably, probably Saquon. Yeah, CMC or, or Saquon Barkley. 
Or DeAndre, I don't know. Or, or DeAndre Hopkins or something like that. DeAndre, he'll be like only because, like I told you, wide receivers, you know, have a long, longer lifespan, and you could, and you in the draft, you could find a running back easier than a wide receiver in rookie drafts to make a direct impact. Anyways, that is correct. The biggest thing for me with the Cowboys, um, and you know what's another thing about Zeke being better too is because the fact with Jason winning back, they're not gonna throw the ball. He's not. He's gonna be there to block. He's going to be there mainly to block. Jason Wynn? Yeah, Jason Wynn's going to be there mainly to block. He's not going to get the balls going on. Maybe he'll get like a touchdown here which, and there. Which uh, it might improve Dak Prescott's uh, game a little uh, bit. Not that know? much because Dak Prescott's still not that much of a thrower. Now, he's improved his throwing because thankfully for this guy that came on board, Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper has been very good. I actually like Amari Cooper a lot this year. Like, uh, let me read you. What Matthew Berry wrote about him, and I agree with him a lot about what he wrote about Amari Cooper. He posted something about his birthday. And let me read you what he wrote. He wrote, wishing Amari, which we love Matthew Berry, by the way, because of the fact he reposted us on his page. Yeah, he supports us, you know? Yeah, it's a man. And he was in Avengers Endgame that I finally saw. Anyways, uh, wishing Amari Cooper a happy 25th birthday. Yep, still just 25. From the point of his trade to Dallas last year on his on his way, uh, on well, wait, wait. What do you want? From the point of his trade to Dallas last year on... Oh, yeah, there you go. That's how it says it. From, from, from the trade on... From the point of his yeah. trade to Dallas on, he was wide receiver number nine and accounted for 42.9% of the Cowboys receiving touchdowns. Now has a full year to get ingrained with Dak and the offense. It, Matthew Berry says he's his wide receiver number 12 this year, and he might be too low. I agree. I could see him as a top 10 wide receiver, honestly, because I just think with that offense, as soon as he came out, he hit the gates running. He had like one game with like four touchdowns, something like that, didn't he? Like he just, he's been very well. And Dak Prescott, you know, has been throwing the ball a lot more to him. I know Zeke's got involved a little more in the passing game as well, but Amari Cooper's been pretty involved in that offense, especially throwing wise. So, and, and he has some explosive games. He has. That's what I'm saying. He had like a game like four explosive. touchdowns. So I, uh, I, I actually like Amari Cooper a lot this year. I like him a lot, a lot. Yeah, so he's he is going as a wide receiver twelve right now. Yeah, um, may, may, honestly, would, would you select them over a Keenan Allen? I know you're a Keenan Allen guy. Probably not. I'll select them over a Keenan. Allen. Probably, probably not. I'm not mad at that. Yeah, they're neck and neck. They're going just you know yeah. one pick. Uh, Keenan Allen's going one pick before him. I probably would not. What do about Ty? Um, that's tough. Probably not. Yeah, I think I'll stick with Ty. <laughs> yeah, Andrew, I gotta go with the quarterback. I love, I love, I love Ty. Though I'm a huge Ty. The first a- autograph. Green? Yeah, I would. He he dropped a lot. The first, the first autographed uh, jersey I bought from Prestige Auctions was a Ty Hilton jersey. Yeah, not nah, he. He's someone I'll, I'll definitely gonna be target targeting. He's going like you know at the beginning of the third round. Amari yeah, he's, he's somebody's definitely going to 100% be in my radar when I do my mock drafts. If I decide, like, like if you decide to go running back heavy in the first two rounds and you go, like, you know, like two running backs, like, let's say, like, you know, you take someone like, uh, well, if, 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 like, if you take someone like Joe Mixon and Todd Gurley if, and if, Amari if, Cooper falls to you, oh, no, no, if, 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 let's say if he, he's going at the beginning of the third round, that means you had the first selection of the, uh, of the draft. Yeah, so if you take so, somebody like, like, let's say, Ezekiel you take Elliott, Chris, or, or that's the only thing, you could Ezekiel Elliott or CMC, right? So if you or take, Saquon. if you take Zeke and then you take at the end, uh, Nick Chubb, Nick Chubb or Fournette, or Fournette, and then you take, or, you know, and then you take, uh, Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper. I wouldn't be mad with that. Yeah, I think that's not not bad, no, not especially worst. Cooper with the potential of being a wide receiver one. Yeah, yeah. All right, so, uh, but that's 
Uh, Randall Cobb, I'm against. He's a slot guy. He's not a slot guy. Uh, the slot players on the Cowboys don't do well. Yeah, it's like when I say about the tight ends and Aaron Rodgers. When Aaron Rodgers throws the ball, they don't do well. So the slot players for the Cowboys don't do well. Uh, like look at Cole Beasley. And even though Randall Cobb's an uptick from Cole Beasley, I mean, with his injuries and his years, is he really that much of an uptick? Maybe not. But you know what? It's uh, he's definitely he's not a guy that I would trust to, to draft. Where he's going, where he's going, he's not going to hurt you if you took him. But <clears throat> he's not. He's he's. It's like he's, he's the slot guy. guys don't do good in the Cowboys system. The, the slot the, guys don't do the, the passing game for the Cowboys is not rich. So the it's slot just, guys the, kill the Cowboys. They get hurt from the slot receivers, yeah. but they don't do well for them. And Randall Cobb is a he. He, he tends to be injury prone. So I'm not. I'm. Not, I'm not, he's not a player I'm targeting because no. the offensive scheme that they have there is not going to fit. You no, know? it's not going to fit. He 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 might be a surprise, but he's not someone I'm. Interested in taking a gamble. And Dak Prescott's also somebody I don't want to take a gamble on. Of course, I'm going to take him over guys like, you know, Eli Manning. I'm going to take him guys over like Josh Rosen. I'm going to take him over Dwayne Haskins. But not there's not many players I would take over. You know what I mean? Like I would Kyler I, Murray? No, I would take Kyler Murray. Yeah. Over Dak. Me too. Yeah. All right, let's go on through the wins and the losses for them. So let's get the divisions out of the way with this. Um sweep the Redskins. Uh, sweep the Giants or split the Giants? I forgot what you said. I mean, I mean, I guess if I gotta be honest, they're gonna beat the Giants twice. All right, so and beat the Redskins, beat the Giants, and then split with the Eagles. Split with the Eagles. So you got them right now. You got them at five four, and one, five and one there, right? Son yeah, me too. Of a, ugh. So I got them at five and one right there. Bleh. You know what? I'm from there. I'm gonna have them four and two. It's gonna be four and two there. I, I don't see the game. Up. They're not that great to be five. And all right, wait, wait, no, no, no. All yeah. right, so, so Packers home. Well, it's not the start of the season. It's not going to be that schedule. We're just yeah. going by way. So I, Pac- I, I know, I know. But Packers at home. Yeah, it, at the end of the day, is division. You know, division is hard. So it's kind of yeah. be five and one for against. It is hard. It's really hard. So I have to give them four and two there. But who right. did, no, no. They get this. Then it means you get. Do you split with the Giants? Yeah, they had to split with the Giants or the Redskins. One of them. You already have them losing yeah, the Redskins twice. So. Yeah, you're right. Right. Uh, probably, probably splitting with the Giants then. All right. So like they're going to beat the Packers at home. Packers at home, they beat Packers. Yeah. No, I have them losing. Okay. Vikings at home. Losing. Me too. Rams. Losing. Losing. Bills winning. Dolphins winning. Yeah. No, you know what? Yeah. Bear, bears away. <laughs> you heard me crack. Bears away, losing. Uh, Bears away, they're definitely losing. Lions. Away? Away. Yeah, these are all all away games now. Winning. I got them winning. Saints, losing. Losing. Patriots, losing. Losing. Jets, winning. Losing. You got them losing. I got the Jets beating them. Six. So I got them nine. I got them nine and seven. I got them eight and eight. That sounds about right. We're close. We're close. All right, and uh, let's just wrap this up real quick. Let's go by New York Giants. We talk about the Giants all the time, so let's not take too much into it. Um, it like we said, Saquon, the biggest, and I'll just say it again, the biggest scare for me for Saquon Barkley is the fact if the Giants see themselves as this is kind of a throwaway season, like, like, you know, like not a win now season or not like a playoff push type of season, which not for nothing with this schedule, they could honestly make a playoff push with their schedule. They could do it. But if they don't see it to be uh, anything crazy, right, 
I think that they might hold back on Saquon, not overplay him to further extend his longevity, to further extend his career. You know what I mean? Do you agree? Yeah, but I'm not going to be worried about that. I'm I mean, still he's still a first. He's Saquon. Th- you know? This this is the only reason why he's not an automatic number one for me. That's the only reason why he's not the automatic number one. He's still a top three, but because of me fear, because of the fear of the fact that he might be held back a bit, is why. But now the reason that, that's that's what you're sensing with that's you know. what my my sense is with possibly about not taking him one number one overall now yeah, the reason so taking number one gut is telling you that to me mm-hmm. i'm not gonna i'm not gonna look in and speculate on, into those things because those things are very out of our control and it's difficult to kind of right. uh, assess or kind of measure right so i'll i'm just gonna look at is he healthy uh i'm gonna look at the performance he did last year and if anything, I'll look at the trends, the last couple of games, how he did. We were already out of the playoffs, now, regardless. Now, so if if I see that he has got there was a trend of him getting less touches the last three games or two games or four games, right? Then maybe I'll drop him a a, a slot down, maybe, maybe. Now, but no. I'm not gonna be too uh, I'm not gonna be too worried about like. No, like what they said, that's, uh, that's why he's get enough touches. That's why he's still he's a top two, two of a beast. He's that's why he's still a top three for me. But the reasons he's still a number one overall is because he's that good and because he's the best player on the team. That's just simple as put. Uh, Evan Ingram, uh, he's already hurt. He already got hurt in practice, hurt his hamstring, so it's hard to trust him. He might be a touchdown guy, but it's hard injury to trust prone. him. He's injury he's dropped. prone. He's dropped for me. And standard usually goes up, but he's dropped for me overall. Uh, very injury prone. He drops a lot of passes. He's good, but that's as far as it goes. He's just good. Uh, Golden Tate, PPR, middle of the pack kind of guy, flex type wide receiver at best. I see. I'm not reaching. Not reaching either. I mean, I don't mind him. I would say, I would definitely say to draft him, depending how your team is looking. Draft him to add as a shro- as a decent flex or a good bench player. If, if, if there's value, then that's when I'll draft him. Yeah. Definitely. Decent bench or good player, good bench player. Uh, Sterling Shepard, as much as he's a he's a slot guy, most of his passes and catches that he's gotten last last year, believe it or not, have been over fifteen yards. I might take a chance with him, and I'll, I I'll, would I'll probably reach for him. I wouldn't reach for Sterling Shepard, but the same thing I would say, you know, decent, oh, a decent flex player, good bench player. You know what right. I mean? That's 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 the things for Sterling Shepard and Golden Tate, uh, and we all know Golden Tate's a PPR monster. Do not draft Eli. Do not draft Daniel Jones. <laughs> that's uh, that's money in the air for the. Do not draft their defense. Like you could draft the Cowboys defense. You could draft the Eagles defense. I wouldn't even be mad if you took the Redskins. Do defense. not uh, draft uh, Jeremy Shockey either. Y- yes, Alex. Thank you for that. Do not draft <laughs> the retired Jeremy Shockey. I, you know, take him over Aaron Aaron Hernandez though. Ah, uh, too soon. No, it's not too soon. Who knows? Uh, I mean, Aaron. <laughs> you did an Andy joke right there. That's a, definitely an Andy joke. Um, let's go over uh, the wins and losses because we don't have much time. But yeah, but I mean, the Giants kind of self-explanatory. All right, so let's do all the wins and losses. So let's go through the division. Split with the Cowboys. So no, you got them splitting. I got them losing both the Cowboys, losing both the Eagles, winning both against the no splitting with the Redskins. Okay. Okay. Now what else? Packers home. Lose. Yeah. Vikings Lose. home. Yep. Cardinals win. Win. Bills win. Lose. Dolphins win. I got them winning there. Um, They're going to have that bad game where they're like, that's a game you should win. Of course. And it has to be with one of the Bills or Dolphins for gotcha. sure. 
It's going to happen. We're going to be so mad that day. Watch. Watch. <laughs> All right. Uh, Bears home. <laughs> lose. Blowout. They lose. <laughs> Lions. They win. could win that one. Win. They could win that one. Bucks. They lose. Win. Bucks play us tough. Patriots. Lose. Lose. Jets. I think they're going to win. Then they're going to lose. I think they're going to sweep us in the preseason, and they're going to beat us in the, in the regular season. So I got the Giants going 6-10. and ten. Five. Yeah, I got them 6-10. and ten. Yeah. yeah. All right. That sounds about right. So, Redskins, we got. I got going 4-12. and 12. You got them going? Uh, the Redskins? Yeah. I got them 6-10. and 10. I got the Giants 6-10. and 10. You got them 6-10. and 10. I got the Cowboys 9-7. and seven. You had them 8-8. Eight and eight, And we both had the Eagles 11-5. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. All right. We'll see how good we do. Um, all right, once again, party people, that wraps it up here for this episode of the Better Fantasy Bureau Podcast. Apologies for being so inconsistent. And apologies to us. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm we're, sorry. we're not happy about that. We're going to try to do our best. Uh, remember, always follow us on Instagram, at BFB Podcast, and on uh, Twitter, at BFB Podcast, uh, to keep in touch for our giveaways. We still got that going on. You'll see all about it when we post, start promoting on Instagram. Yes. Um, stay with us, party people. Stay with us. We're going to still prepare you for your draft and then get you to win your draft. Once again, party people, success, nothing less. Peace. Peace.